Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to My Favourite Takeaway, the show for people who love food but cannot always be bothered to cook it. I am Tom Crane and with me is the wonderful Simran Shah. How are you, Sim? I'm great, Thomas. You've got you've had a haircut. I have had a haircut, but you can tell I'm not confident in it because I'm, I'm wearing a baseball cap, which is always the giveaway with me. I know, but you shouldn't. You should show. You should show it like the Samson that you are. I'll lift it. What do you think? It's all right. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> anyway, Sim, we don't normally skip into an episode quite as quick as we're going to here, but. I can confidently say... This is a good one. It is a really fun one. And I can also confidently say something that our guest says today is one of the weirdest food things I've ever heard. It's truly crazy. Yeah. There is an egg-based snack, an egg-based peculiarity, which crops up in this episode, which I'm fascinated to know if you listeners also do anything similar to. And if you do... You can email the show on hello at myfavoritetakeawaypodcast.com. But I don't expect you to do that because I can't imagine anyone else does this thing. Our guest, Simran, who is brilliantly funny and such a joy to talk to, is... The very funny uh, Stevie Martin. And you can follow Stevie on Instagram. If you search on Insta, Stevie Martin, then what will come up is 5-T-E-V-I-E-M. That's her handle. And it's the same for Twitter. 5-T-E-V-I-E-M. And she also has a fantastic podcast called Nobody Panic, which is very, very funny. And she presents with the brilliant comedian, Tessa Coates. Uh, they're both awesome. Check out Stevie's stuff uh, as soon as you can and enjoy her takeaway thoughts now. Stevie, we've had something which just happened, which has never happened before on this podcast. I don't know how you feel about this. So you were messaging me, slightly concerned that you hadn't been sent a code for when your takeaway turns up or whether you'd be allowed to receive your takeaway. Correct. I messaged the producer. The producer said, it's such a cheap order. That's why they haven't bothered giving her one. That can't be a policy. It's £27. Well, I've been told it's something like 14 quid, is what they said. Jamie Lang did the most expensive order we've ever done, which is in series one. How much? 120 quid's worth of Mexican food. What, like, how much did he order? Did you order from a really expensive place? Well, what was really great about it, he didn't like it so much that we had to um, bleep out the name of the restaurant throughout the record. The only time we haven't given the name of the restaurant in the episode was after 120 pounds. And it wasn't great. It wasn't. It was terrible. But 
you're at the other end of the spectrum. It maybe isn't 14 quid because 14 quid, I think, would be our cheapest ever. So tell us, Tim, what did you order? So I ordered uh, crispy teriyaki tofu. Nice. With garlic broccoli as the side vegetable. And I've just realized, actually, it probably is £14 because I missed off something that I'm I'm now really annoyed about. Lobster. (laughs) Lobster diamonds. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) No, so basically it comes with a vegetable, but then I also order a side. And what I did is I forgot to say the vegetable. Um, So yeah, it probably is is £14, but not by design. (laughs) I'm now going to be really disappointed. (laughs) So what is this crucial part that's missing? What is the bit that you're going to mourn? So I don't think I've ever ordered like green beans as in a takeaway, because it would just be like, yeah. just go to a shop. I feel like t- takeaways have got to be like a cheeky meal rather than a meal yeah. that you'd be like, mm, great, I can grow that in my garden. <laughs> it's here! Oh! <laughs> the, that reaction made it sound like that specific dish was here as well at that point. <laughs> <laughs> the beans have arrived! Stevie has leapt up from her chair and it's now just Sim and I staring at each other in the eyes with no guests. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stevie's back holding a bag. I'm so sorry for that response. It's because by the time they've called me, he's been waiting outside for, because of my dodgy intercom. He was, he was walking away. I like that you're saying intercom. Oh, is it? Am I saying it? Is it intercom? No, I just have it. <laughs> well, listeners, very briefly, just to, just to say um, one thing, because listeners will have missed this prior to we started recording. We did discuss this. You have it that your intercom links up to your mobile phone. Yes which is something I wasn't aware was even possible in 2023. We truly are living in the future. It's not. It's worse. It's not. Okay. It, I didn't want it to happen. It, my intercom <laughs> doesn't work unless it's on my phone. It rings my phone as if it's like my phone is calling me. Oh, that's stressful. It's very stressful. And also it rings like, oh, I don't know how long it is because I've never obviously rang the, I should do that. I've never rang the bell at the intercom and then seen the lead time. But basically it must be lo- a long time because whenever I answer the door, everybody's annoyed. Always. <laughs> so the amount of times I've chased takeaway people down, like British Bulldog. I don't think that's how British Bulldog works, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's just assault, is what I've described there. Yeah, absolutely. You, that would not be a defence in court. Nor should it be. Yeah, absolutely. So you're saying when you go down that the takeaway driver has gone often or is going down the street? Often, or they're about to go, or they're sort of pacing, or they're like... Oh, that's so stressful. Are you shouting after them? Stop, please stop. I'm barking at them. That's why. Um, yeah, no, I, I try. Yeah, also I've done it as well where I've um, I've gone out and I've been like, oh, he's gone. And then I've chased him down and it's not a takeaway person. It's just a guy yep. just walking just walking <laughs> past my house. Okay. So he was slightly, he was actually very friendly, this one. I think you, you, must, you guys must have tipped him quite well. And you are correct. It's actually £12.50 is my... Um, Man, I think it's a new record. I think that is actually our cheapest ever. Maybe Rosie Jones. Rosie Jones got Chicken Cottage or something like that, which was possibly cheaper. Yeah, that was about eight quid. This is good stuff, though. This is like good food. Yeah. Okay, so let's see what £12.50 gets you. Okay, so it gets you this. Um, I would have also had a side of these fried yeah. green beans I was trying to describe, and then the, then the takeaway arrived, and I panicked and started screaming. Fried green beans, which is not something that I would have thought would ever be nice, but I had it by accident once and I lost my mind. And this kind of pickle, and I can't really describe it anyway. It looks like Branson pickle, but it's not. It's like, I can't describe it. It's really umami, like delicious. And that's yep. not here. Um, but thankfully, there's enough seasoning on that teriyaki sticky tofu. Oh, that does look great. That looks great. So where have you ordered this from? 
So this is actually from a takeaway. I'm just going to get stuck in. Yeah, get stuck right in. This is from a takeaway place that I, in my old flat where I used to live, it opened up in the building next door to me. And uh, it's called Eat Fan. It's like an Asian fusion place. It's got quite a small select menu, but every single thing on it is like a delicately seasoned banger. (laughs) I love that. It's not greasy. It's not like overpowering. Sometimes a bit bland. Too too delicately seasoned, if anything. Sometimes too. Like you can see when like my parents have come around and we've ordered it in my old flat, like my parents being a bit like, is that it? And you're like, taste it though and they're like oh it is balanced you know oh it is balanced but you're holding in your hands two condiments very popular ones these are i'm so glad that you noticed so you can buy this in eat fan but i'm a cheap bastard so i have (laughs) some sriracha and yep. some uh, some vegan mayo because I'm an ethical cheap bastard. <laughs> and what I do is I just make up a little. Okay, that's a big old tablespoon of mayo you've got. You've got there. I'm going to probably go two tablespoons of this. We seem to be avoiding the key thing here, though, Simran. That you're adding. Stevie is adding mayonnaise and sriracha. And sriracha. She's going to mix it up, Crane. Sriracha mayonnaise. What, what's happening here? I'm starting to realise immediately it is a problem that I don't know what country this food is based in. (laughs) I feel like they've anglicised it to the point where it doesn't matter. Like chicken korma, that's the thing, perhaps. I did glance at the menu earlier and I think it's Chinese, Korean, Taiwanese. It's clearly fusion food from an area. Thank God. Okay, because I said Asian fusion before and I was like... No, you're good. You're good. I'm really interested in this mayo-sriracha combo. I've seen you uh, squirt the bottle of sriracha... On top of the mayo. I brought a bowl to mix it in and then thought, why? What's coming out now? What's this? Oh, so this is soy sauce? Because you can never have enough. And I want to be really uncomfortable after this, you know, really like... Liberally poured. I'm imagining how... um, I'm currently imagining how offended the chef would be if he watched this back, seeing you add all the flavours once he sent it to you. (laughs) May may I please? So I've taken my lead... From Eat Fan, they serve sriracha mayo with ah, this. Okay. You pay an extra one pound. That's why Got I'm yet. saying I'm a cheap bastard. So no, I just I... make it myself. So the teriyaki tofu is so sticky and delicious. It's it's a real taste sensation when it's all together. So so much so that I have to have. I basically only ever have water with it. But today, my sister, who's a like amazing activist but also has a lot a big instagram following got sent uh gillian anderson's new drinks <laughs> are they alcoholic what's what's the vibe of them are they health conscious oh, yeah okay you know it yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. we've got um soothe uh cornflowers and sage there's a big g on all of them cornflower i've seen those cornflowers and sage cornflowers okay right okay yeah I think what they've gone for is um what, what she's gone for is um titles of ingredients that you say I thought that was just a description of something. So meadow sweet, meadow sweet and ginger. That's just when when a meadow's sweet, isn't it? Yeah. We've got cornflowers and... Cornflowers and sage, meadow sweet and ginger, which is called protect. Oh, that's nice. Okay. But but with no, with no explanation as to what that actually means. What are we protecting? They sound yeah. like the name was a very uh, annoying middle-class children. <laughs> Protect. <laughs> and and then the third one? Lift. 
Red Bull and cocaine. Red Bull and cocaine, correct. <laughs> that, that's when she's feeling sick. That's when she's on set. Pomegranate, yeah. cherry, raspberry. I wouldn't say cherries are berry, but maybe I'm really out of order there. Um, berries and peppercorn. So what do we what do we genuinely think has happened there? Has um, she thought, it's, it's long been my... I mean, I went into acting, but it's not really my passion. I've always wanted to run a drinks brand with flavours that are, are vague but make you feel about something that might exist or have a company come to her and said, there's money here. It's got to be the latter. It just must be. Surely, right? Or accountants said, you need to diversify your revenue streams. <laughs> You've got to do yeah. it now. There's too much acting. There's too much of this acting. There's too much acting because you couldn't start selling drinks before that. Okay. I'm cracking open the, the meadow sweet and ginger. I want to try this meadow sweet and ginger. Is it sparkling, Stevie? It's sparkling and it's it's all oh. it's okay. So, how often are you ordering a takeaway? It depends how how my life's going. It more depends what I'm doing at that time. So, if I'm doing like uh, working up a show, a live show, and yeah. after a gig, I don't really much care for gigs. I love having a show that I can show people, but I don't much like the whole like. This might not work, doing it in front of people. I find that quite stressful. So after that, the answer is always get a takeaway and then you've got something nice to go home to. <laughs> That's always the answer. Because okay, if you yeah. drink alcohol, which is what I probably did when I was much younger, then yeah. you're just like drunk and sad. <laughs> you've got and you've had a gig. And then you also like can't remember. Like I like to remember what I've written. And, and so like it's good to just be like, basically to use food as a, as a comfort mechanism. What would be your go-to takeaway this, order then? After? Genuinely, it's this. It can't be that every time, Steve. You can't be getting... <laughs> it pretty much is. It pretty much, yeah. No, it's it not. Is. Not every time. I'm not kidding. Um, about a month ago, I had a three-eat fan week, and it was the same meal. Wow. Okay. Let's go in further back in time before this before this existed. Yes. What was it then? Are we talking about like my childhood takeaway? Let's go back to childhood. Let, let, let's let's go let's go right through the early years. The early years. We didn't act. I think this is probably a reason why I don't have loads of takeaways, and, and I'm, I'm sort of slightly scared scared of takeaways. We can unpack that later. Um, yeah, yeah. And what I mean by that, <laughs> which is why you'll only have three each fans in a week. You you yeah. don't want to. Yeah, you you'll keep it down to that. But the same thing. Okay. <laughs> oh, I see. Thing. Okay. Oh, this is interesting. I yeah. don't experiment. It's because we didn't really get takeaways like growing up pretty much at all. It wasn't because like no takeaways. It was my my mum and dad both really loved cooking and were very good at it. And so yeah. if it was like an exciting dinner, we'd be like, oh, can we have this? Rather than it would never would never really be a takeaway, except from Blockbuster, DVD and Domino's. Oh. oh. Yeah. I remember like sort of being so excited when it was a Blockbuster and Domino's. And I, I, could, I, I was like oscillating. <laughs> but again, I would always order the exact same thing. So I can tell you immediately what I would order. It would be a medium vegetarian supreme pizza. My sister would have a Vegaroma or a Vegarama, it's called, now discontinued. Has better flavoring, her one, but you can't eat as much of it. So I would have the Veggie Supreme with the freshness of the vegetables. That and um, sometimes chicken dippers before I was vegetarian and low extra garlic sauce. And then when I was a student, I couldn't really afford takeaways. I didn't really do it. And then when I slowly could, it's less the actual uh, takeaway place and more what I would order. So if it's, if if we're somewhere and there's a Chinese, it's like we go to an Airbnb or something, or, or like I'm like, oh, I fancy Chinese. Always the same. It's always black bean tofu uh, fried rice. If it's a curry place, I'm going biryani, I'm going onion bhajis, I'm going pop- poppadoms, and I like the onion salad. 
nothing more than that. Really? Every time. Yeah, pretty much every single time. Because, because, and this is probably where I start to unpack the psychology of me and takeaways. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a control freak and a perfectionist. And so if I get an element of my day wrong and it's my fault, I'm furious. If I get a takeaway and it's not nice, I may as well be dead. <laughs> no, I, I, I absolutely get that. I do completely get that. Stevie, your appetite for an onion salad makes you very authentically Indian. Always thought I'd be, I was Indian. Always knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Because the Indians, when we have the, the onions there, that's the first thing you're going mm. for. We dip it in a bit of salt and then we have it. Dip it in a bit of salt? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So where, Simran, where am I on the spectrum then if I have two mango chutneys, one mint sauce and the onions? Where does that leave me in the spectrum? And often a tamarind sauce as well. I'm so dip obsessed. I love a dip. I really go heavy on them. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. See, that can be the thing. You talk about things going wrong with takeaways. A takeaway, we've talked about this before, but takeaway forgetting the dips can be a thing that really screws it for me, oh. especially with Domino's. Domino's is the absolute classic for that. It is a good question for Stevie then. Stevie, were your desert island dips? Oh, I, mean, I think I'm getting quite emotional that you asked me that. <laughs> um, in my Let's fam- have three like, of them. We'll have three. Okay. It's sort of a bit of a joke in my family. So like if I have a fry up, for example, it'll be like, they'll say which dip and it's like ketchup, brown sauce, if you have it, mustard and mayo, and I'll use all of them. I'm yeah. such a, I can't stand dry food. I can't stand it. Yeah. I'll be fully lubed. I think, <laughs> I think, I, judging by the amount that I buy, I think hummus, I will eat hummus with a spoon as a meal um, or a snack. Let's be honest, a snack. Really? Yeah. Would you get through a whole tub in one sitting? Easy. Yeah. That, to me, so when I found out, embarrassingly recently, like hummus has got quite a lot of like, it's a, quite a lot but it's good fat, so isn't it? I think it's quite, it's quite good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very healthy, but I don't think you're meant to eat like. Basically, I thought a pot was a serving, so I'd have that before dinner sometimes. Be like, okay, oh, oh pot is your one serving before dinner. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, you. So you'll sit there with a, you've had a bad preview. You come back. Oh yeah, I've got a teaspoon, a teaspoon to make it last longer. I've got um, a bit of paprika, paprika, and then a bit of uh, olive oil on top of it. Oh, nice. If I've got some chickpeas, sometimes if it's been a very bad gig, I'll sprinkle some whole chickpeas on top. And that doesn't really add to the flavour. It just makes me feel nice. I love that you do this. You pimp up your dips. I do. Eat like, and I'm not even too impressed anyone. I'm alone when I'm doing That's it. awesome. <laughs> Second dip, it is ketchup because that I use that in like sauces. And also I will hard boil an egg, dip it in ketchup. Birds I've said, waffles, pop pop one in the toaster, ketchup, chips, ketchup. Like, it just feels like the the constant. Just because it's one of the most depressing things I've ever heard. I, I'll hard boil an egg and I'll <laughs> dip it in ketchup. For a little snack. I, I, I suddenly felt really sad. A little, a little snack for the lady. The lady <laughs> wants an egg. So, is that, oh, my God, this is so bleak. It's not bleak when I'm doing it. I'm smiling. I'm singing. I'm singing the egg song. When are you eating this ketchup-y egg? What yeah. is that? Are you out and about or is it in the house? What is the situation? <laughs> I did it yesterday. Uh, I was alone and I, I was in my house and I uh, had a hard-boiled egg in the fridge, thought it's ketchup egg time. Opened the egg a little bit, squared the ketchup in, it shot out the other side as well, all over the wall. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a, like adrenaline with the thing. I don't dip. I like to try to inject the ketchup. Well, so the ketchup went through the egg? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What? 
What are you injecting it with? The nozzle of the ketchup. It's not really a nozzle. Just the bottle. And the pressure was so much, it blew out the other side of the egg. <laughs> blew out the other side of the egg. You're putting the nozzle of the ketchup yeah. into the hard-boiled egg, squeezing down, <laughs> and then the egg is flying out the other side. Yeah. In my defence, I thought yeah. the yolk was softer than it was so that it would have left a bit of room for the for the sauce. It, okay. wasn't, it, was, it was hard as a rock. There was no... Uh, it, the mass was at, at capacity. And so it just shot through. Absolutely incredible. That was bad. And your and your and your third one, your third your your third tip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this how can this get weirder? So far, we've had this is normal. This is a normal one. A pimped hummus I... that you're eating alone with a spoon, and a, <laughs> uh, a an egg which you're blowing its innards out with some ketchup. <laughs> we've jumped over with a potato waffle and the toaster. No, that's fine. That's an absolute win. That's great. Ashleen B taught me that at the Edinburgh Festival about ten years ago, and it's the most useful thing anyone's ever taught me. Especially with young children. It makes life so say. easy. You need to get into it, Simran. It's like two minutes of size. Like after four and a half minutes, you'll have a perfect waffle. It's so good. Yeah. All right, I'll do it. I'll happily do that. I will happily do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Don't knock it. And the third, the third dip. What's your third desert island dish? See, it's a toss up between like because I need a bit warm the bit of kick now. So it's a toss up between must like English mustard, like the stuff that gets in your nose. You're like, oh, yeah. We'll dip an egg in that. That's <laughs> I would never blow. You can't. It's not really squeezy bottles of mustard, isn't it? Or garlic aioli. Mm. It's not garlic aioli. It's just aioli, isn't it? Garlicky dip. Yeah. But then the thing is, the difficulty with that is, I've picked three dips. You're like, okay, that's a favorite dips. But if I was having a curry, I would have to have mango. There's like nothing else yeah. to do with mango chutney. Or like I mix it with yogurt sometimes. I don't think I could actually have curry without mango chutney. I couldn't have roast dinner without apple sauce, weirdly. Mm-hmm. Or cranberry sauce, but apple sauce is my preferred. So, like, Or like a cheese sandwich, it has to have... Is Branston pickle a dip? It's a spread, isn't it? It's a spread. It's a spread. It's a spread. It's a condiment. Yeah, no, so maybe... Yeah. It's, it's not I don't it's think a it's a spread. I think it's a condiment. Yeah. Ketchup's a condiment. Yeah, it is as well. That's a very good question, actually. Okay, well then, like, let's get ketchup out. Move aioli up. And mango chutney goes third. You put mango chutney third, but it's not versatile. You're only using it for one dish. I know, but I couldn't have a curry without it. So that would mean I'd be literally unable to have a curry. You're not going to get a curry on a desert island. Oh, that's a good point, isn't it? But then I I was thinking about that. The mustard for a desert island, if I'm lost on a desert island, the idea of eating mustard. Oh, yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that. Something that's going to make me cry. Hold on, Craig, you can't, you, you can't play with the format here because this is not available in Desert Island. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very good point. I'm thinking about what I can catch. I can catch fish <laughs> with my bare hands, no doubt. You don't want to eat mustard with fish. Um, Huel, I'll have Huel as a dip <laughs> on the Desert Island. Complete food. Well, the protein shake. Yeah, complete food. <laughs> okay. I'll dip it. I'll dip my hand in it and eat it. There we go, sorted, fine. Well, that is absolutely remarkable. Um, that uh, shooting that egg through with some ketchup is the one of the most remarkable <laughs> things I've ever heard of in my entire life. For a second, with that with that egg yes. ketchup thing, I thought I think you you have a syringe yep. that you take and you inject it with ketchup. Yeah, I think if I had one, no, I couldn't be asked. Obviously, I couldn't be asked. That, that's why I'm shooting it through the egg in the first place. I'm incredibly lazy. Obviously, I've even got little tiny bowls mm-hmm. that like are like almost like little sauce bowls. They could egg cups. Often called red cups or ramekins, perhaps. <laughs> okay, yeah. That I that, that is next to the fridge, so it would take me five seconds. Just go pop the ketchup in the bowl, dip the egg in. That's, yeah. I mean, that's making a slightly depressing snack uh, bearable. But I won't do that. I think it's often laziness. Uh, one of the worst things when my when I moved in with my partner, 
I uh, I wasn't allowed to have my snack of just uh, getting a can of um, kidney beans, just pouring some ketchup and mayo in there, whirling it around. Oh, God. No, 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 no. He was like, I want to move out. And then he was like, <laughs> in a really kind way. Actually, that was the worst thing. He didn't do it in like a, Ugh. he was like, I'm so sorry. Do you think you could maybe not eat that while I'm in the ha- I'm so sorry. And he was like, oh, God, it's really serious. Hold on a sec, just to go back on that. Kidney beans in the can have liquid in them as well. I do drain it. I drain it, but not not, not efficiently. Oh, okay. Not as efficiently as you'd want me to. Yeah. See, that's genuinely disgusting. <laughs> you know how efficiently I want you to drain it? It's to literally to pour all of the contents out, to entirely drain it, 100, including the beans. <laughs> and have a different snack. And eat something else. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Do you heat it up? Because my wife and her sister have a thing where they will get a tin of beans each, not heat it, just crack mm. open the lid and just eat that in front of the telly. Baked beans? Just both eating cold baked beans. Yeah, baked beans, sorry. Oh, yeah, I fucking love baked beans. 100%. I once, in 2015, I went to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and um, there was quite a, I'd say quite poorly attended, uh, live version of Get Your Own Back with Dave Benson Phillips. Amazing, yeah. And me and my friend Tessa were asked to do it. And we sorted out the nostalgia uh, version. And my, my friend came to watch. One of the tasks was eat these cold beans as quickly as possible. And my friend like, screamed like, you literally did that yesterday, Steve, give me your own volition. And I just, eth- and I absolutely wiped the floor with everybody. Like, <laughs> there's nothing actually wrong with it. It's just the thought of it. It's all about perspective. Yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with the, with the baby. It's the, it's the kidney beans. Yeah, I understand. I was once on a stag do in Amsterdam. And uh, hung over the next morning. This is like such an uneventful stag do. We're watching kids' TV, Dutch <laughs> kids' TV. They had a, a, a bit where one of the episodes, uh, the, uh, the presenter was going to try to try a pickled onion for the first ever time. And they got the entire studio audience, this is what I found weird, to count down from 20. Long time. A long, that's a long yeah. time. And then he had it. And like you with the bees, he's just like, yeah, it's, it's fine. That was it. It is fine. Dutch TV is apparently when you're kids. <laughs> That's Dutch TV. I feel like there's a lot of things though. I can't think of any examples, but maybe you can. Oh, like okay, um, maple syrup and bacon. I'm ve- I'm vegan. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll eat the occasional egg, as we've discussed at length. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you have one waiting for you in the fridge at all times, hard yeah. boiled and ready to go at any time. Yeah. <laughs> you're that sort of vegan. Classic vegan. Yeah, yeah. Classic vegan behavior. <laughs> but maple syrup and bacon, I've never because I've, I've never really eaten bacon. I don't think, and so. That as a combination sounds like someone's made that up as a joke, but everyone yep. loved by see people enjoying <clears> it. So you go, that's socially acceptable. I think maybe what I'm saying is that you know you went out for brunch and mixed uh, ketchup and mayo in a tin full of red kidney beans regularly. People would maybe accept <laughs> it. Get on board. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm bored. I say this is the future. They wouldn't. It actually is disgusting. I had it recently <laughs> as a nostalgic <laughs> snack, and it was fucking gross. So yeah, I don't know what I was doing. I want to ask you actually very briefly. <clears throat> you were mentioning there about that experience of going to Blockbuster and getting a DVD and bringing it back, which instantly is something I really do miss, and I think is a pleasure from life that we don't have now, where that infinite choice and it's just oh, what we're going to watch, but actually. Going and choosing a thing and going, this is what I'm investing my time in. I hope when I get home, it's great. There was so much excitement and anticipation yeah. around. Has some of that remained? Do you still, when you're eating a takeaway now, will it be in front of a movie? Is that ritual? Is that still part of the way you'll enjoy your evening? Yeah. I've never actually thought of that before, but I think it is. When I get um, when I get an eat fam, 
there's an element of I'll be quite stressed if I don't already know what I'm going to watch because if I have the takeaway and I still don't know I'm scrolling I'm going through different like apps I'm, I'm like and it makes me so angry like I can't decide there's always these obviously as we know there's always like something like the other day I so people have been saying to watch and it's not I don't really watch reality tv that much but people have been telling me to watch if I'm gonna watch one I should watch the real housewives of and then a city everyone has a different city I was gonna start with the real housewives of Beverly Hills I was like well that seems to be the most common one and so like it's on Netflix then only like the last three series are on Netflix then you've got to go on Prime and you've got to pay for that for the first it's like no no what is this yeah. and you're getting all stressed and then I've eaten the takeaway and you're not supposed to eat when uh, stressed because it makes you shit yourself or something so like you know like it's not, it's not a nice experience so I, I think actually that's probably why the experience doesn't ever feel as complete as it should in a way, what I really want with this is a side of blockbuster. That's what I want. So if you have nailed it and you know exactly what you're going to do, what happens? You're coming home, you're sitting on the sofa, eating on your lap, and you are you have a yes. film that you know you're going to watch. What is, yes. What's the, the dream running order of your takeaway evening? And is the plate on your lap or is the plate on the table in front of you? Um, I can do either. There's a, there's a, there's a <laughs> table here that overlooks the TV. Uh, basically, I look overlooks the, the TV overlooks like it, on, a, on a balcony. Like a view of the TV. So if you sort of do this, you can see half of the TV. Yeah, it doesn't push the TV back against the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Um, but yeah, so I can sit. I think I I tend to sit at the table because for ages we lived in like a very small studio flat that didn't have a table, so it feels like a real luxury to have a small table. Okay. And it makes it also feels a bit fancy. I always, always, always put the takeaway on the plate. I never eat out of the box just because it makes yep. it feel a bit more fancy. And then to be honest, it's less, it's kind of it's kind of sad, really. It's less films now and it's more binge watching a show. So I watched Beef the other night. Oh, it was excellent. Oh yeah. Although I think actually then afterwards, I think one of the actors did said something terrible about women. And I was like, no, I've watched it now. So no, well, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to look at who that is. I, I, I expect it's one of the extras and we won't be looking into that anymore. <laughs> and also I really struggle as well to, I have to put my phone in another room. Oh, good on you. Even when I'm enjoying something now, I'm on my phone. I'm like, hang on, I'm enjoying this show. And I miss something because I'm on my phone looking at just scrolling through my emails or something. Like, it's very weird. So you put your phone in, in another yes. room? I mean, I say I do that every time. I had to keep pausing beef because I was like, what's happening? You're running back I'm in running back in my phone. It's okay. <laughs> it's not Yeah. Well, I, my, my wife double screens, but she'll be looking at sort of like Victorian doorknobs and stuff like that and Etsy. Obviously, it's lovely to always spend time together and all that sort of stuff. But she about every four and a half minutes, she will ask, who someone is, why is someone dead, yes. whatever, that sort of stuff. And that will that will never change. <laughs> that is just that is what it is. Like, I've accepted my lot. I'm aware this feels like some old trodden ground that people talk about. That is literally what happens. So about 15 times in every show I watch, I'm like, well, that's the, the main culprit. The Thank show's you, named yeah. after that person. <laughs> that's that's Sherlock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm slipping into that, and I can feel that that is the inevitable conclusion of my life. Is that I will just never <laughs> be able to watch and understand anything. Yeah. So I'm just trying to resist it. Actually, last night she did something <laughs> I've never seen before, which was on the TV. We were watching a program on her iPhone. At the top of her iPhone, she was watching Real Housewives, but she'd made it on a minimal, a minimized screen. So she had a little screen running on her iPhone, and she was also 
Googling Etsy on her okay. phone. I'll take it back. She's rip, sick. She's triple very screaming. Ill. She's a very ill woman. Wow. Is there sound coming out of the housewives? Or is it was it captured? And enough sound. Oh, she has subtitles actually. No, there was there was it was I can't I'd be lying if I know. I, I hadn't I hadn't noticed that there was. Subtitles is a big thing, isn't it? I only just realized Gen Z all watch everything on oh. subtitles. And often at like one and a half speed, apparently. This is a real thing with Netflix. So uh, it's like forty percent of people of a younger generation no. watch at like one and a half speed. Yeah. Imagine eating at one and a half speed. I eat quite I eat very very quickly. <laughs> I have genuinely have genuine digestive issues because of how fast I eat. I've been to doctors and they've been like, you eat really fast. I've been like, okay, I won't be changing that. Give us an example of something and how quickly it will vanish. Show us, show us, eat really fast. I could. I've never timed it. This is the thing. But like, okay, but like, I might say this now and then this might be like totally normal. But like, the thing is, is you don't know. So I might be saying, I eat my dinner in this time. And you might be like, well, is your dinner a fucking egg? But it's a, it's a proper dinner. <laughs> well, I would now. <laughs> you would now, yeah. A, a size dinner that you'd go, that's a hearty portion. It's five minutes. It's, yeah, it's single single figure minutes that I eat stuff in. And also, I'm always, I'm always finished at a restaurant and the person looks like they haven't really made headway at all in the meal. That is, like, default. Yes, okay. But I would say you are the better dining partner. It's much worse to go with someone who... Eats at an absolute snail's pace. Couldn't agree more. Yes, that's very frustrating. Yeah, that is frustrating. But I, there's an element of it that people have said that I don't. It makes them feel like they're not included in the experience. That genuinely quote people have said to me. Oh wow! Oh I've, wow! That's definitely definitely <laughs> Apparently, it's something about like I'm obviously doing a podcast now, so it's different. But apparently, when I'm eating, it's it's sort of yeah, it excludes others, and it feels like I'm having dinner with my food. <laughs> It's sort of genuinely, it doesn't upset my partner, but it he does, he's a bit like, okay, cool. Well, I guess you've eaten then. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. sorry. Once you've finished, right? Once you've finished uh, before the other person has probably even started, are you then getting up and taking the plate back to the kitchen? Sort of just, you're, you're done, or are you happy to sit there? I'm happy to sit there. The issue is that it doesn't, I think, genuinely, my brain, I think it takes like eight minutes, something for your brain or something like that, to, for your brain to register that you're full. Um, I read that stat, and I do fully believe... For <laughs> your brain to register that you've offended someone. <laughs> you've offended someone, yeah. Um, the, that I eat and I'm not full. Oh. So then I will go back for a second, and then it will hit me, and then I'll have to lie on the floor um, for a bit. It's like a regular part of dinner, is it me just lying on the floor? You actually have a lie on the floor after sometimes, a meal? Sometimes, yeah. Most most times, yeah. Okay, amazing. Love that. Just like a little quiet lie on the floor. But um, I think that my... Does I don't go and get my plate up, but sometimes I will go and get like I don't know a mm. sweet treat, for example. So now we have a rule, which is uh, Stevie's not allowed a sweet treat until Adam has finished his meal because <laughs> <laughs> it makes him feel like he really isn't having dinner with me because I'm now serving myself dessert. I'm like, <laughs> like he's not started. So and that is quite tr- tricky. I'll be I'll be ready to have. The sweet taste in my mouth, <laughs> and, and I got to wait for ages. I am with you on this because my girlfriend likes to have her dinner, like the main course, and then she'll wait for like 10, 15 minutes. Yes, what, what's that about? I also, Simran, I basically hate the part of going to a restaurant before you've put the order in. Oh, my God, it's the worst. I find it really stressful. So I'll be with a big group and I'll be thinking, this is all well and good. We're all catching up. But can we just all look at our menus and decide what we're having? Because this yeah. is interminable. I just want to get this going. As soon as I've ordered, then we can talk about, 
your new job, whatever. That's actually yeah. fine. Or the fact that both of your grandparents have died in a plane crash, whatever. <laughs> I just want to get this, this ordering done. Yes, my as my aforementioned control issues I mean I'm the control is in my hands from the moment yes. up until they take my order. And then it's got nothing to do with me. Then it's not up to me. So then that's okay. But that yeah. first bit's like, this is actually on me. So if I don't get my food quickly, that's my fault. We all collectively should have <laughs> sorted this out. Also, when they have, I've always often looked at the menu beforehand as well. And that's yeah. only because I'm vegan, and and so I sometimes that you get there and you're like, oh, it's only served steak, and that's it. Well, would you say you're the first in your friendship group if you're in that situation to say, should we always have a quick look at the menu and decide what what, what we want? Always, I'm like, let's hold that story. Let's all order. <laughs> oh yes. My voice goes a hot day higher. I do this face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone loves that. <laughs> very, very relaxed. And then quite early on as well, trying to catch some kind of eye contact with the waiter so that they are close to the table and it's clear that this part of the evening is starting in some way. Yes. yes. So look, this person's here. So clearly we need to be, this is what we need to be focused. It'll be rude not to, to, to order that. So... Should we let to return us away from restaurant? Restaurants, of course, an exciting, course. wonderful part of life, but it's not what this takeaway podcast is about. To drag us back to <laughs> takeaway food, are there things about takeaways that annoy you? And is there ever a time when a takeaway has gone wrong for you? Well, I maybe have touched upon the holy trinity of takeaway disasters, which is like they forgot the dip, it arrives and you don't like it. Oh my God, can't stand yeah. that. That's very much on me. Or it doesn't. Bits have been left off, and then delivery have been like, "Oh no, no, we're not. We can't refund that." What do you What do you mean? And it's, there's not really any explanation. That drives me. Especially any admin surrounding the food process, which I know is, in, and I also I think that really gets me about it is it's so. Oh, I don't know what the word is. I don't want to say the word privileged to be throwing a Benny because someone hasn't like brought your food on a fucking motorbike within half an hour of you ordering it is so bad but i can't help it i never blame the the delivery driver <laughs> i don't ever scream at the delivery driver you'd be very pleased yeah. i've done a lot of chat app stuff but by that point i'm so angry i'm having to be on the chat app that i'm i think i'm quite unhelpful and uncommunicative which kind of <laughs> uh, renders the chat app slightly pointless and what are you saying in that situation because I'm, I'm fascinated by this fuck you <laughs> <laughs> what's my food you bitch uh, no i I'm saying, like, our food hasn't arrived. Can you advise next steps? <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. What can we do to remedy this? What can we do to remedy this? And, there's, and it's one of two things. It'll be like, um, okay, they're going to re-deliver it. And then that doesn't really solve the problem because it will take another 40 minutes because I will have eaten the food that's arrived. So I'll, I'm, like, I shake it and by the time I rise. And then you could have your night's ruined. You're like, this is just a nightmare. I'm never going to take it away again. <laughs> and Eat Fan never never plays me like this this is why i always go to eat fam yeah and uh, then the, there's been one time uh, a sushi place my god and they they wouldn't refund delivery wouldn't refund the sushi place wouldn't resend and he was like can you like walk here and it was like 45 minutes i was like no so then they just took our money and i was like i don't understand they didn't repay you no we didn't get a repayment because i was too angry i mean he was like oh come <laughs> come by tomorrow i was like i mean come by tomorrow so i did, did i just didn't and if anything uh yeah i very much cut my nose off despite my face there because i could have just got a refund the next day but i was like no <laughs> my other thing is when i i hate it and again it's my fault when I order something, it's often a drunken order. 
I think it maybe happened like a handful of times where you order it and you're really excited and it doesn't arrive and then you kind of fall asleep because you're a bit drunk and then you wake up the next day hungover and it arrives because it's said that it will be that that place will be re- will reopen at midday and you haven't looked at the time so you get like a lovely hangover wagamamas. Oh, nice! I've never done that. I've never done that, but I've sort of wished it down by a hand because at about midday the next day I'm kind of hungry. There's nothing arriving. For a brief moment, you feel like you've got some kind of magic power. You go, I really fancy a pizza, and then suddenly one appears at the door. The first time it happened, I ate it before realising what had happened. What I thought was the delivery was wrong and it was for someone else, and I just ate it anyway because I was so (laughs) hungover. Which is really awful. I'd hate that if someone did that to me. No one's ever done that to me. But I did that. But it was my own takeaway, so it was fine. (laughs) But I didn't know it. But you you mentioned there very briefly, you you mentioned about drunk hungover food what is your go-to 3am purchase what is your go-to there papa john's is normally the ones that's open domino's closes earlier so i mean i haven't done it in a while because i'm not like a big drinker anymore but like when i used to like go at it it'd be vegan papa john's um or, or vegan domino's like they actually do quite nice ones now it's better also domino's have got like stuffed vegan cheese crust and all that stuff so it can really go go to town Okay, are you, but I presume you're a bigger fan of the Domino's garlic and herb dip than the Papa John's. Oh yeah, the, the Papa John's is such an it's such a. I've never eaten anything like it. It's like a melted candle, <laughs> garlicky melted candle. It's quite an eccentric. It's quite an eccentric dip. It is. It's really eccentric. It's not bad, but it's not what you wanted. So we do normally ask as we as we wrap up here. Um, do you ever go to McDonald's? Is that something you ever do, or would you, or would you not? And when, you, if you did, what did you get when you went? I used to do McDonald's a lot when I was younger. So I used to like live opposite McDonald's. So I used to do that quite a lot. And it was before I was vegan, so I would have like a event. And also, I think they've got better stuff now. But at the time it was like the veggie burger, which isn't that great because it's one of those veggie burgers that they say it's a veggie burger and it's like got a pea in it, and you're like. Why have you put a pea in that? Like, that's not what normal burgers have in it. Mashed potato and a pea. And then <laughs> large fries and a McFlurry and a, a large Diet Coke. Yeah. And it, I, it would destroy me gastronomically. Just absolutely. It'd feel like death. And also you'd feel starving about 10 minutes later. You're not smashing about that McFlurry as fast as you're smashing the rest of it, right? No, 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 true. No, no, um, no because, yeah, headache. Yeah, headache. So that, it, that I think all foods should give you a headache because it would give me an inbuilt filter or do a podcast <laughs> while you're eating because I've eaten this the slowest I've ever eaten a meal. I've still got a little bit left and I'm thrilled <laughs> with myself and I'm actually starting to get full. So this is all you need to do is to make sure that you eat at a sensible rate is to record a show over an hour. We'll specifically talk to you every single time. Okay, right. Okay, we can, <laughs> we can do this whenever you have a takeaway. Yeah. Well, just to remind our, our our listeners, where did you order from, and what are the dishes you've got, and and would you recommend them? Let's have a little description of what you've eaten and whether you'd recommend them to our listeners. Okay, so I ordered a um, uh, eat fan. It's I know there's one in Greenwich, but there might be. I think there's another one somewhere somewhere else. Um, it's an independent place. I ordered the teriyaki tofu, and it comes with a vegetable. I forgot this, but I would have ordered uh, the fried beans with pickle and a side of garlic broccoli. But instead, I just said garlic broccoli. So it just came with the garlic broccoli, which was actually delicious. And and then I I make rather than purchase because I'm a cheapskate. I make 
uh, sriracha mayo with condiments from the home. And of course, the drink was uh, Gillian Anderson's Protect, <laughs> uh, which I didn't order from Eat Fam. Uh, my sister got sent and left them to me because she was like, What's this? Okay. Um, and I would highly recommend uh, Eat Fam. There's not just vegetarian food, it's actually mainly meats. Um, and it is, it is just delicious. It's very delicate. Well, Stevie, thank you so much. Um, Genuinely, an absolute joy talking to you. And um, some of the weirdest food things I've heard on this show since we've started. Genuinely, I think we're in our fourth series now. Oh, that's really depressing. <laughs> the egg cannon is one is just bizarre. <laughs> the ketchup egg cannon is something I will I will never ever forget. I was going to say every time you get a hard boiled egg out of your fridge and you go to put ketchup in, you'll think of me. No one's doing that, so no one will think of me again. <laughs> We'll find out for you. Does anyone else boil a hard-boiled egg and dip it in ketchup? And more so than that, do you stick the nozzle of your ketchup in the in the hard-boiled egg and give it, you know, the squiggish two, you know, two blasts, two hearty blasts? Yeah. Exactly, uh, Stevie. Thank you so much for uh, spending this time with us. Uh, it's been a joy. Thank you so much. Thanks for buying me a takeaway. I'm thrilled. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Contact the show on Twitter at Fave Takeaway Pod or Instagram on My Favorite Takeaway Podcast. You can email us with your stories of takeaway woe, gripes, your worries on hello at my favorite takeaway podcast.com. So that was a brilliant Stevie Martin there. Um, what a joy to chat to. Do you enjoy that, Sim? I did. Uh, I'm now going to literally go and hard boil an egg, grab a bottle of ketchup, <laughs> shove it into it. And see how far it goes across the kitchen floor. See how much you can make your kitchen look like a crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, as always, guys, for supporting the show. As we mentioned last week, if you're able to leave us a five-star review, if you're a long-term listener or a new listener and you're enjoying the show, do leave us a five-star review and a nice comment because it makes a huge difference to the show. And do join us again next week for yet more Takeaway Fun. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.